You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. This movie review also comes for subscribers at Time Lord level or above, an uncut, unedited, longer video version of the review. Become a subscriber and check it out. Hello, this is Bradley Martin with the Screener Squad, and believe it or not, this is the 15th time I've started this review. Not technical difficulties, not any kind of shenanigans going on where something was so offensive I had to delete it and start over. No, I'm stuck in a time loop. <gasps> but I'm not stuck alone, trapped with me. I hope you guys are trapped with me. Is this the first time for you? I got Spider Mike with us. Howdy, howdy. And his dog. And yeah, if you have the video, you can see my dog behind me. <laughs> Adorable. TC is with us. I feel like we've done this before. Perhaps. <laughs> and Mark. I feel like we've never done this before. It's Vuja Day. <laughs> old joke. Old Quit joke. You. Sorry, bad joke. <laughs> we we Must loved it Italian. the first ninety nine times, but um, you know this time we just didn't get a laugh out of me this time, Mark. <laughs> Freaking time loops. Speaking of time loops here, we're going to be talking about a movie. The Groundhog Day genre is making a roaring comeback. Uh, I don't even want to say what great Groundhog Day movies I've seen because it kind of seems like a spoiler. So this is called The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. And if you see even, even uh, five yes. seconds of the advertisement, it gives away the the whole show right away but there's still a little bit of mystery to it we have our teenage boy ready to graduate and go off into the big world played by kyle allen he plays mark and katherine newton who i think is fantastic and a future a-lister if you ask me mm-hmm. playing margaret who discover each other while stuck living the same day over and over and over and over and over and over and over again over and over. And what they decide to do isn't dwell on the sadness of living a mundane routine life where your alarm goes off, you wake up, you log into work, you take the calls, you do the out, you do the, the, the forms, you finish your inbox, and then you go to sleep and do it all again. No, <laughs> they're finding the joy and love in the perfect moments of every day. <laughs> that was so sensitive and oh, sweet. Hold Very on, I, I got. I need a hanky. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, uh, what, I guess what maybe TC was about to say. I I thought this movie was delightful as hell. Like it's um yeah. There are a lot of movies that are similar to this sort of whole like everybody lives in the same day over and over again kind of thing. But it was the more tame of everyone lives the same day over and over again kind of thing. Yeah, uh, especially it's... after Palm Springs, where fucking Andy Samberg gets shot by fucking 
boner. <laughs> yeah. Like like take like take that extreme and like and put it further down. Like it's 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 closer to the parts of Groundhog Day where it was the more mundane shit that he's doing at first. Mm-hmm. But it's just that the whole time. And you're and it's much sweeter. Yeah, and it's very sweet because of it because it never goes into the point where it's like let me kill myself like it never I, does I, that. I, I think that might be that. This never goes into the darkness of 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 watching someone kill themselves over and over again, knowing they're going to survive. No, I, it never does that. It stays very tame. He flirts with it like once, but it's mm-hmm. it isn't like the whole Bill Murray thing in his movie where he's like, I'm going to try every freaking way to kill myself, and get myself out of this. He goes, ah, right. He I, he idly jumps off a roof, and and he doesn't even know anything. Yeah, it's he, more just like. Because he thinks it's kind of been funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I, I don't exactly. think he expects it to even kill himself. You're right. But uh, yeah, it's just a day in the life. And I guess that's kind of the point, huh? I mean, it's there's a lot of magic in any given day if you just know where to look. Yeah, yeah. And and so having only like glimpsed at the trailer, because I don't want to know too much about a movie going into it, especially if I know there's going to be some fun to be had with time travel, which is such is so my genre. Uh, I've, at the beginning, just seeing the kid... And this is my my thirties showing here. I thought, oh God, is he gonna be a douchebag? Because it, <laughs> I, I had the risk just by look alone that was gonna be, you know, just that angsty mumblecore indie drama. But it's so no, he's man. such an endearing kid. Yeah. And um, uh, Margaret, played by um, uh, Brad, you you dropped her. Yeah, yep, she's she's delightful. She's got the edge to her, um, but there, there's this doesn't even have the the dark humor cynicism of Palm Springs, which is fun in its own way, or even the more darkly comedic Happy Death Day, which is a time loop movie as well. Yeah, it's 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 much sweet it's he's seventeen and it's a it's practically PG for for how uh nice it is. And and that is not a knock. It is it no, is good. It, yeah. and it's not PG. It's, it's PG. It's actually kind of refreshing, isn't it? Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, I kept expecting it to swerve into that sort of idea mm-hmm. and it, it gets kind of close here and there but it never truly it never uses it for comedy like if it ever gets into a darker area it's more for character development mm-hmm. in some kind of mm-hmm. way and it's never like super dark either and like it's, it's more it's, heavy it's more heavy, yeah. it's more it's like more life, heavy life, life processes you know life processes and, and the guy who plays mark um the funny thing is the guy who played mark reminded me of a guy i went to high school with like literally like i thought the guy looked just like a buffer version of this guy i knew in high school <laughs> yeah. who acted very much like him this very sort of naive like really artsy kind of guy who had a friend who you know like who had me as his friend kind of thing like i might as well have been the other that that friend that shows up in the movie a lot who's playing games and stuff the the gamer yeah 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 and cuz that was the, that was the thing about the time frame yeah, the, the the funny thing about the time frame is that it felt more like it was set in my high school time frame because because of the way it was uh, the technology that was around it because the guys mm-hmm. playing like in an Xbox 360 and all that stuff was very very big during my time in high school kind of thing. It and, certainly had uh, some of the jokes too. So coming from a screenwriter, I, I am a screenwriter professionally, and and I can't help but dissect scripts. A lot of the references and jokes clearly came from someone in their 30s yeah like a 17 year old kid of his type unless you're you know he he's not gonna love time bandits yeah he's not gonna be able to second he's like time bandits you know about time bandits like i barely knew what the fuck time bandits was when i was like he's a he's a there's a bit of a hipster vibe but they're not they're not obnoxious about it he also has this great luke skywalker shirt 
Right. A lot of vintage. I'm not stuff. knocking it. I love those references. Yeah. But there there were some references like, well, that was for me. <laughs> Yo, well, that's, There's that's, not a 17 year out there going like, yeah, I love Time Bandits too. This kid's speaking my language. That's kind of why I felt like it was my time in high school because it was mm-hmm. very much like that's how I was and my friends were. We talked all about those types, that time frame of movies. And we had, you know, our 360s and all that shit. And we hung out all the time. Sure, sure. And that's what made it so, like, it made it that much more endearing to me. Because for some reason it added like this extra bit to it because it was it kept reminding me of this guy I knew, and I kept rooting for him even more because it kept reminding me of this guy I do. But it was interesting. You're you're in a in a territory here that the movie does really well is, and I don't mean to be punny on this. It has a timeless vibe to it. Oh, it doesn't. You did. I don't mean. I know it's punny, but it 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 feels nostalgic watching it. Uh, like you know, Spider Mike, as you're saying, with the reminding you of your when you were in high school, where I probably it reminded me when I was in high school and early college as well. Um, it 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 doesn't feel so specific to today to 2021 that it, it's going to feel dated after the fact. Like if you watch the Time Loop movie uh, 1201 starring uh, Jonathan Silverman, the made-for-TV Time Loop movie, that feels dated as hell because mm. they took every opportunity to be like, hey, remember the 90s? <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, it's, I think they did a really fun. good job not like elbow throwing nudge, music elbow out nudge. there. Yeah. yeah, I think they did a good job with the music not being like very specific to a certain time either. Yeah, which I, I think is what mm-hmm. really adds to the timelessness of it, and the fact that like the entire time these kids don't dress like very specific time frames. Sometimes it's either. very generic t-shirt, yeah, kind of all over yeah. the place. Like, occasional sundresses, cute. and uh, it's not a big deal. And I'll you say, say red, cute. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. That, it really is the word for this movie. I think. I mean, also, oh, also likable, likable. Because honestly, these are two characters. They could pull a lot of crap, and either they—I get the impression he might have done that already, and he's gotten kind of tired of it. And yeah. he's like, "Well, why not be a good person?" And I've, I've seen the guy get pooped on by the bird a hundred times. Now I'm going to yeah. stop him yeah. from doing it. Yeah. Well, that's the interesting thing. It kind of starts. They reference Groundhog Day like three or four times, but it starts after Bill Murray. What if that movie started after he got tired of being a dick to everyone? Mm-hmm. And you get the impression I mean, doesn't get, you don't get to see day one. We're seeing day yeah a thousand. Knows, as yeah. He says. yeah, you get the impression a couple of years have gone by in this in this loop already. And he's Oof. used to he's so I mean come on he knows almost every aspect of the town except for the parts and that's where uh, uh, her character comes in uh, that he doesn't really know because you know I think a large part of the movie is about learning to look outside of yourself. And learning because mm. even though he loves these people or likes these people, he doesn't really feel for these people. He, they become abstracts, and I think she yeah. teaches them to get out of that. And actually, a bunch of other people that he's dealing with, because at first they have the the attitude that they're all just dream figures. You know, they're we're the ones that are awake. And as they go on, they go, "No, these people they're living their lives, and they actually are involved. And maybe it's time we got involved too." You know? Yeah, even the, there's a nice little change at one point where. He knows this. He knows that every morning he's gonna walk into the kitchen. He's got his confidence. The toast here, Dad. Here's Omo. I caught the cup. And then, hey, loser! When his sister greets him, <laughs> yeah. and he comes in with that swagger, that when he finally doesn't, when he sort of is is given up on the facade and and realizes there's more to it, his sister doesn't. Even that tiny little change of his his energy as he walks into the room changed her in that minute way where she didn't call him a loser. 
his younger sister. And his um, sister is a uh, character's name is Emma played by Cleo Fraser. And if you like Walton Goggins, he's in a sitcom called the unicorn. She's also in that sitcom. I also think really? she's going to be fantastic if she sticks with this, the acting. This whole cast is, is really, really quite fantastic. They're quietly wonderful and mm-hmm. nobody's trying to upstage anything. They're not chewing scenery. It's, it, it seems effortless. What I love is that and, the two main actors don't feel like they're trying to steal the scenes from each other either. Like it is a full on partnership of characters yeah. that you never feel like you like one more than the other kind of thing. Absolutely. I, I was actually surprised to see that she was top billed. And it's funny because yeah. there's narratively that makes sense. Yeah, after, it does. After the, the, the long sure. and short of it. But it was funny to see that she was billed over him. Because uh, what heavy lifting the there is, and there is. A pretty big, I'm just going to call it a stone that gets pushed uphill. Ark, 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 ark. Yeah. <laughs> She's doing the major of that pushing, and I think she knocked it out of the park personally. Now, mm-hmm. I got to bring this up. Like I said, it's incredibly cute, but this, this guy is 17. He's never got to talk to someone in a genuine way because everyone's stuck on their track in this day. And he meets her, and the most we get out of him is, oh, gee golly whiz, I wish I could just, shucks. And he blushes a little bit. Like, Great, great family movie. Mm-hmm. Watch it with your kids. That's awesome. But really, gee golly whiz, You'd shucks. you get more Palm Springs sure if it was an actual 17-year-old. It's the first person he's gotten to truly interact with who can keep up with yes. him day-to-day basis. Who will and, remember what he says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> and he could, and even though he's, of course, he's a real handsome kid and everything, he kind of comes off as kind of a geeky dude before this all happened to him. Yeah. And, I mean, like... It, he mentions it, time bandits, yes. Comes off as kind of geeky. Yeah. A tad, a tad yeah. quirky, shall we say? A little bit. Just a bit. An Just individual. <laughs> well, that, that goes, if you want to deconstruct the story itself, that he's 17 in a lot of ways... But right. if this has truly been going on for years and years. How old and years, is he, he in has, fact? Yeah. Developmentally, like, he might. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could be 47. Mm-hmm. And that's another so thing. Do you think a little bit of... this time loop conveys any of those big ideas? They mention aeronautics and the fourth dimension, which is really cool. Mm. How do you guys feel about the actual think pieces of the movie? Was there any? And is that a bad thing if there isn't? I think there's it's more... a few think pieces when it comes to what Mark was mentioning, which is um, learn to live outside of yourself kind of thing, like pay attention to the things around you and you will you might find yourself finding out things you didn't even think about because you were just too busy thinking about yourself. Like, And it wasn't like, you know, you do it on purpose and that's what the movie kind of tries to convey, at least for, and that's on Mark's end. There's a whole other set of things going on on Margaret's end. That yeah. you could that you could think of for days, kind of thing, and I'm, I'm fascinated by how well it handles that without without really like getting too extreme in one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. That that message is is beautiful. It's a simple moment, such as uh, one of the tiny little perfect things that they the title of the movie is they they decide to stop having fun by crashing cars and stealing bulldozers and whatnot. And they're like, let's find all the genuinely perfect moments. It's, it's sort of like achievement hunting. If you ever play like big open world sandbox games to go out into the middle of nowhere and red dead redemption and try to get all the, the hunter trophies. They mentioned Pokemon. She, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 It's like Pokemon. They do mention Pokemon. (laughs) She finds, she finds an She was in that, wasn't she? 
Pik- Detective down. Pikachu? Was she? Yeah, yeah, she is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> she finds out in the middle of the woods a moment where an eagle swoops out of the sky and plucks a fish out of the water. And he's like, how the heck did you find this? She's like, I, I looked for it. I looked. They find a four-leaf clover. They find a moment where a, a guy's sitting on a bench and a moving truck comes right behind him and gives him wings for an instant. And it's all those yeah, tiny little perfect cool. moments that they start looking for since they've uh, they've already done the big grand things, and that's a that's a unique element of this movie that you don't get from other of this genre, the Groundhog Day genre. Right. Why don't you we carry this into our final thoughts? Mark, lead the way, sir. Okay. Well, um, I said refreshing, and I mean, I mean, it, I, I've been dealing with a lot of stuff lately, a lot of properties that are genuinely unlikable i just got done with fate the winks and there's not one character in that series that i find remotely interesting or even likable uh bile but that's not what we're talking about on the other hand there was not one character in this that i disliked there are some serious conflicts in this without it getting nasty and it's not really a deconstruction of the genre even when they talk about it that way it's really a, a philosophical deconstruction of looking inward and then outward and I really appreciate it for that. Um, I'll give it eight out of ten musically gifted custodians. <laughs> Very nice. Aww, that's great. <laughs> TC. Uh, this is, uh, as I said, I, I love time travel movies. I love time loop movies. And when they're done well, they're they're really special things, especially when they can find a unique voice for themselves. And this doesn't have the cynicism that you can find in something like Groundhog Day or Palm Springs or uh, Happy Death Day. They're, because these two characters are so nice that the movie itself is nice. Uh, it explores some really deep themes that are universal despite being like 17 and just waiting to start your life and being older and maybe restarting your life. Um, the It's... It, it has a unique, as we keep saying, sweet voice. Uh, just on a technical level, I just want to mention they did this incredible opening sequence in one continuous shot. I love that shot. Of him on his right. bike, getting off his bike, getting on the back of a truck, getting off the truck. It's There's a couple of scenes that they play out in, in a long, continuous, choreographed uh, uh, scene and those little moments are uh, make the time loop element all the better because, yeah, you know when like you know when you're gonna step off the curb and watch out, it's gonna be a doozy, right? The reference kind of <laughs> yeah. bit, but to literally see that and know what sort of choreography and stunt choreography it would have taken to achieve that, I gotta tip my head to that right. just to that alone. Yeah. So uh, this is this is a particularly nice movie for how hard the previous year has been. I'm happy that we are getting these soft, quiet films that are actually will leave you smiling. And you'll get some tears in this too. If you, if you're the right kind of person who's experienced the right kind of things in life. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm right with uh, Mark in the rating here that I'm getting an eight out of 10, uh, eight out of 10 doodles. You have to do over again. <laughs> oh, great practice though. Spider Mike. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's not much else I can say that everyone else hasn't said. It's it's just such a sweet film, and the fact that it's it's the kind of movie that you could show an entire family without having to worry about any specific thing happening in it. 
that would be considered like too extreme in some way. Because mm-hmm. Groundhog Day, you know, I love Groundhog Day, but that's not a movie that you can always show a kid. Um, same with um, Palm Springs, of course. You can't really show no. your mother <laughs> Palm Springs, like, in good conscience sometimes. Um, but this is kind of movie that if you're, like, if you wanted to explain a time, that's the time loop kind of thing, this would be a great one to put on for that sort of thing. It's super sweet. You'd love both of these characters so much and the relationship that that slowly builds up from you know, the first time they meet until pretty much the very end, and you're just, you can't help but, like, root for them in every possible way. And and it, it also doesn't really use a lot of the other tropes, like you guys said, about cynicism, about, you know, how long it takes for certain things to happen. Instead, it, it looks into the, the bright side of something like this, and I think that's fantastic. Um, I adore this movie. I think it's great. Um, I would have to give it 8.5 out of 10 uh, weird Halo Gears of War fusion games. <laughs> I think they called it Warfight. Was yeah, Warfight. Yeah, yeah. yeah Warfight. <laughs> something How's <generic>. that? <laughs> like you do, Call of Duty 35. Oh, can we even say Call of Duty on this? Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yes. So sorry. Yes. Activision's going to bust down the door. Take us down. And the map of tiny perfect things. Have I said the title yet? Even the map we of tiny perfect things. Yes, directed by Ian Samuels. Uh, lots of shorts in the past. I think this is one of the first full features. Wonderful, based on a story by Lev Grossman. I like the story, but I really like Kyle Allen and Catherine Newton together. This reminded me a lot of my courtship with my own darling. <laughs> Because we were really good friends at first. Oh my gosh. And they are such good friends in this. You can see that genuine love he has for her. And she has for him before any of the whole like, I want to kiss you awkwardness comes in. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. so fun. And I related to that too. Because my first flirt to my now wife was absolutely terrible. I'm not even going to tell you what I said. It was so embarrassing and stupid. (laughs) Want to watch me play Warfight? (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. Very close. I want to see these two again. Yeah, uh, I Disney, really, yeah. I just have Disney, call me. Let's let's get these two as the Richards family real quick. Because oh, I wow. want to see them franchised. It's a wonderful performance they have together. Now, the fourth dimension stuff, the aeronaut stuff, the think bigger stuff, pretty good too. I don't think this really said too much about the space-time continuum. Maybe that's because I just watched Palm Springs. And that <laughs> dove head first into that deep stuff. Yeah. Also, I love there's things you can do to be a nice guy and be nice to other people. But to truly be genuine, you have to talk to other people. And as the old saying goes, when I say talk to other people, I mean, listen. Yeah. I'm going to give this one such a delight. I agree with all of you guys. I'm going to go eight as well. Let's say eight. Uh, trips to the moon in your gym out of 10. <laughs> I'm still surprised you pulled that one off. Like, the more, yeah. the more you think about it, you're like, that doesn't make what? Okay, sure. You know, they he didn't even the have to explain it, but he kind of did. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> like What that. do you think? There's the, a few uh, things like that. You're like, really? Right up, right in one morning, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you finish your sketch pad every morning. That yeah, you're right. <laughs> Just make that incredibly complex <laughs> map, huh? 
You are a little smart. Why, why not just take that part out that things don't care? Some things don't carry over. I don't know. Maybe that would make it more complicated. I get them learning what do you tuba think? though. I mean, that was kind of fun. <laughs> that was the, yeah, that's yeah. little things they slip in like that. <laughs> oh, and the moment he does have with his sister is great. Go ahead and see this, everybody. Yeah. It's beautiful, and we'll catch you all on the next review, which should happen in whoa. whoa. <laughs>